Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hey parents, Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique in Oxford features the latest brands of baby and children's clothing, shoes, toys, and accessories. Check out Jack and Claire's Facebook page too. Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique, West Jackson Avenue next to Belk. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. What a great time of year in Coast of Mississippi. Took a ride around last night just uh, just after it got dark, and man, it was just People starting to put up their their uh, Christmas decorations. Just a beautiful time of the year. Uh, we usually would have had ours up by now, but we had a lot of visitors during Thanksgiving, and we didn't want to try to, you know, get ready for that. And we had also a special birthday uh, celebration. A lot to get ready for as it related to Thanksgiving. So we decided to put the put our um, decorations up. Uh, after after Thanksgiving, so we're literally working on on those as we speak. But I was putting the Christmas tree up yesterday, and um, I had to give in on that one. Incidentally, we did real Christmas trees forever, and I love the smell of it. I love the process of going to buy it. But we've got a we got a fake one now, but it's a good one. It's a it's a it's got comes together in multiple pieces, and it's real high, and the lights are already built in, and that's pretty cool. And then you know you can adjust it and, and close the gaps and make it pretty. But my my uh, uh, grandson Liam was there with me while I was putting it up, and he was just fascinated by it, just fascinated by everything about it. And you know that this big tree evolved, and he had done it at his house the day before. And I just loved looking at it through his eyes. That was the that's the beauty of these moments, you know, being able to see it through your kids and your grandkids' eyes. And it reminded me of something. My friend Stacy Waldrop posted, and it was something by Hans Christian Andersen. You probably have heard it before, but it's just it's just a, a reminder that, that that it life's so much more grander when you see it through kids' eyes. But here's what here's what Hans Christian Andersen said: The whole world is a series of miracles, but we're so used to them, we call them ordinary things. Isn't that true that these we get so used to all these incredible miracles around us, so many miracles, and um, but when we see them through a kid's eye, man, it just kind of changes things dramatically. Um, my friend Susan Myers Griggs posted something from S. Scott Fitzgerald that I thought is so perfect, and um, and it and it's it reminds us the value of a smile. But here's what F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote. It was only a sunny smile and little it cost in the giving, but this morning, but, but like morning light, it scattered the night and made the day worth living. Just a great reminder just to smile. <laughs> we pass people sometimes and we got things on our mind and we don't look at them in the eyes and say good morning or good day to them and give them that great smile. But it's amazing how that can carry on for sure. Hey, speaking of light, the Harbor Lights in Gulfport are in full bloom now, and uh, I'm looking forward to chatting today with with, with a very special guest, J- Jace Payne, who has responsibilities for marketing. I, I think he probably has responsibility for lots of other things as well, because when you work for the city, there's always something to do. And 
it's uh, everybody has to be a bit of a jack of the trades, of all trades. But he, his official title is communication and marketing manager for the city of Guffhorn. And he's a good friend of mine and good friend of the show. Jace, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. Thank you all for having me back. Christmas is uh, it's here. It is here. You know, I'm right, though, about you got to kind of be a jack of all trades, don't oh, you? Yeah. Yes, you do. You do. Uh, it's, it's interesting being in this position now uh, in the mayor's office, you know, rewind back to when I was with the city previously and I was in the leisure services department uh, and I was down there almost every night, you know, from uh, from building it out. You know, the, the city of Gulfport leisure services department manages the entire festival. And so when the festival ends on December 31st, they get about 48 hours and then they're saying, OK, we got to ramp back up. So it is Christmas in Gulfport all year round. And I've had it. Th- yeah, go ahead. So finish your thought. I'm sorry. It, it's it's just grown from, you know, that one thought of uh, when it started in, in Councilman Rusty Walker's front yard and by view to a drive in to where we are today. And it's incredible. So we'll talk, we're going to talk a lot about the Harbor Lights and what it means to the city and how it's evolved over the years. That That is so true. But you heard what I read, read from F. Scott Fitzgerald, and I saw you smile as I was reading it. But I'll say it again. It was only a sunny smile and little it cost in the giving, but like morning light, it scattered the night and made the day worth giving. It's, I mean, it means a lot just to smile and tell someone have a, have a good day or good morning, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, we we, re, we get up every morning and read so much negative content on social media and, and then turn on the news or come to work or and people are, you know, really that that personalization of, of reaching out and, and having another human say, OK, you wanted to reach out to me with that positive message. It, it, it blooms and it, and it goes further and further. And so, uh, you know, we miss the mark a lot of the times with digital and social media right now of of re-engaging personally with people we do we do and i talk about it here on the on the show all the time and i, I think one of the reasons why coastview has had incredibly good engagement is that people want a positive message they not just a positive message something they want to learn they want to see yeah. what it takes to make a community like coastal mississippi tech and i enjoy bringing these conversations every day for that purpose you know just to help people see uh, the wonderful things. We're going to tackle issues from now, from time to time. But the reality is, most there's so much to celebrate, and I, I really want to make sure that we're doing that. And that's why that first thing I shared about there are so many miracles around us. You know, we get so used to seeing them that we sometimes, you know, we take them so much for granted. But yes. Christmas is a time to be reminded, and it's, there's been kind of a theme of Coastview over the last week or two around this whole notion of shopping local and what does that really mean. But you know, we're we're lucky. I mean, we've got big business. We've got wonderful industries on the coast, a very diversified economy. But it's small business. That's what makes this community tick. And 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 I always call what they do a miracle because they, you know, speaking of jacks of all trades, you've got to have you got to be a monomaniac on a mission to, to own a small business. And this is the time of year where you really kind of make it, you know, you, you, for a lot of businesses, especially retailers. This is, you know, make it or break it this time of year. We can't emphasize how important it is for local businesses to, to be supported by, by people here all along coastal Mississippi, can we? No, no. And, and it's making sure that we're supporting our neighbors. You know, there, there's been so much going around recently of you see all the big, big box retailers and the issues that are going on with transportation, shipping. You know, we have a couple of strikes and nationwide strikes that are looming right now. 
you know, and, and when you think about it and you, you spend an extra 30 or 40 minutes out of your day to go support your neighbor, support your community, it, it goes so much further. Uh, you know, and, and one thing about Harbor Lights that we've continued to hear throughout the years as far as supporting the community is that when we have 10,000 people visit Jones Park on a Saturday, uh, you know, getting close to Christmas, or we have 25,000 people in a four day span, even if they are in a 60 mile radius, they're dining in our restaurants, they're buying gas, they're going to the outlet mall, they're, they're engaging in our community with their money and as well as, uh, you know, wanting to be here, wanting to enjoy their time here. So it's, it's important all the way around. You know, I had uh, I had John Ray from Gulf Coast Furniture and Office Supply and Jamie Jamie Bates on yesterday, uh, local photographer, and you know, he owns Daddy's Barbecue and does so much great work in the community. They were talking about their work their work in the homeless community, and uh, of course we we mentioned Leonard Papani, who's had, had a big passion in that area for 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 most of his his uh, professional career. But I, I was thinking as I was talking to them, and we certainly discussed this that. Here are these two guys who have local businesses, and this is usually the case. It's small businesses that oftentimes are the ones who give back to the community. They're the ones who are who are sponsoring the soccer teams and the local baseball teams, and they're the ones who are joining arms like like Jamie and John are around the the homeless community to make a difference. And so, it's, you know, not only is so much of what you would spend locally, what, so much of that stays local, but also it's supporting people who are giving back to the community in so many different ways. And this is a great time of year to be reminded about why it's important to shop local. People are going to buy from Amazon. Th- those boxes are going to show up at people's sure. front doors, whether they say, whether they admit it or not. But if they could just hold some of it back and go 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 buy that that local that special local gift that has meaning to it, uh, it would not only make a difference to whoever you're giving the gift to, but it would make a difference to the small business that you're buying it from. And we can't emphasize that enough, can we? No, no. We we have to make sure to support one another. If we're not doing that, then we're not doing ourselves justice as a community. We have to make sure that we we uh, you know patronize one another. We we support each other. You. You purchase something from a gift shop here and let's just say their kids go to Gulfport High, you know, and then it just it's it just continues the process of making sure that we're supporting everybody. We are uh, shopping local and we're, we're making sure our community knows we back them. And that's the most important thing. Speaking of Leonard Papania, I had him on uh, a week or so ago talking about the, the important festival you guys just had. And uh, and it, at Centennial Park, what a great venue that is! Incidentally, how, how did it go? It went great. You know, we uh, we had a little bit of gloomy weather. Uh, it was good gumbo weather, actually. It was perfect gumbo weather. Cold, a uh, little damp outside. Uh, you know, very great. But hey, we, we probably had over a thousand people come to Centennial Plaza for Gumbo Fest. And so for an inaugural inaugural event, uh, first time, and looking forward to next year. Uh, it's going to get bigger and bigger. You know, we ran out of gumbo in about an hour and a half. <laughs> hey, hey, what a great problem to have. Yeah. What a great first year. Congratulations on having a great year, uh, first year. Great year. And uh, look forward to, to years to come again. What wonderful venue. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Jace Payne from the city of Gulfport. And we're going to talk about the history of Harbor Lights and why it's become such a big deal for the city of Gulfport. We'll see you on the other side. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend Jace Payne, communications and marketing manager for the city of Gulfport. And we're gonna we're gonna chat about um, you know, other things that might be on his mind, but I wanted to spend a little bit of time on the Gulfport Harbor Lights project. I can remember the day it was announced that something was going to happen down there, and you had businesses that were supporting it, and first year was great. But it's amazing the evolution that has happened since then and what it's actually become for the city. It seems like every year there's a new little wrinkle, something cool that's you know been added to it. It's become this, like, really, really big deal, hasn't it? It has. It has 110,000 people visited Harbor Lights last year. Uh, you know, and from the from the evolution side of things, Councilman Rusty Walker started a light show in his front yard. And I remember going, all of our friends and family, we'd go, you know, park right there by the track at Bellevue Middle School and, uh, and, and watch it. And through the years, it got bigger and bigger to where he had a line on Washington Avenue trying to uh, watch his front yard. And so he, uh, he, he spoke with uh, Rick Carter in, in Island View and uh, they are a tremendous asset to our community uh, through and through with what they do outside of, of, of business ventures as well. Um, and, and they found a, a way to really get a, a solid $2.5 million investment to, to get this running. And uh, that went to buying all the lights, to buying supplies, to the whole nine yards to get this, you know, get this festival up and running. The first year was a drive-in. You could, I think it was like $25 per car. Uh, you could park and or drive through and listen to the radio. Uh, started to get bigger, and so the next year we started that walk uh, walk through process. Um, and it's gotten to the point to where I think when I first started with the city in 2016, we had 42,000 people, you know, visit the fe- and we were excited. We were very excited, uh, you know. And then it went to 48 and 52, and it has just skyrocketed over the last few years. You know, I do think we saw a, a surge last year. People, you know, have been built up you know wanting to get back uh because we had to cancel the year before because of hurricane zeta uh so uh you know 2021 was um or excuse me 2020 uh people missed it they missed it a lot and so last year when we saw 110,000 people come through jones park and and and, you know visit the festival that was incredible yeah rick carter is a, a personal friend of mine we 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 go back a long way so is terry green and uh you know that commitment by Allen View, Allen View, you know they, they Rick does lots of things for the community. A lot of things people don't even know about, but right. you know that commitment. I remember when he when he made the commitment. He was very proud of it, and I think even if you talk to him today, he he would be. And I, I have to come back and ask him about it, but he he would be thrilled to see what has come of this investment in the community that he made. Over a hundred thousand people walking right. through this oh, yeah. event, right? And uh, you know now you have a Hallmark movie that's going to come back every year with the mayor's cameo and yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know all the scenes from Gulfport, you know, centered around Harbor Lights. I mean, that has a way of making people even more aware of it around the nation, doesn't it? Yes, it does. We, uh, you know, Daniel and his crew did a great job producing that, and that truly that entire movie spawned from a local. New Orleans, Louisiana uh, producer visiting the festival. He he had shot some films here on the coast. Uh, he came to us a week later and said, "This is incredible, and we have got to put this on the movie screen." Um, you know, and sure enough, he started speaking with the mayor and, and our leadership team, and 
uh, we made it happen. And we've had calls from all over the country, uh, people wanting to buy shirts, you know, people saying this is a real festival. We saw this movie on Lifetime and couldn't believe it. And now we're seeing it's the real thing. And so um, we, we continue to see a large, large footprint, uh, not only from that, but from the product we're putting out. You know, a lot of people who visit family here uh, who may fly in and visit people on the coast or come to the casino or do whatever they do during the holiday season, they're coming and, and they're going home to Texas or New York or Illinois and saying, look at what they've got down there. Uh, we had, I think, probably seven or eight families who, who tagged us in posts over the weekend saying that they were coming. And so uh, we had to close Saturday, but Friday uh, and last night, we've seen, I think, close to six, 7,000 people. And that, that's incredible. And you think about where all this is headed. So I've often said about the Mississippi Aquarium that when you stand on that campus and look out over mm-hmm. in the daytime, obviously look out over uh, Jones Park and the harbor, it's a very unique it's a very unique kind of uh, campus. Yeah, probably unique like it in nothing like it in America. And then you, as the walkover gets finished, access to that parking over there, the way it all connects together, it's just going to put Harbor Lights even more on steroids, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And you know the tram bridge uh, when that's finally done, a lot of people don't realize that the lights that are going to go on that bridge can be controlled as well. So whether if it's Mardi Gras. Uh, Harbor Lights or anything like that. Coast Transit Authority, uh, you know, is a great partner of the city and the aquarium. And so it's going to, once all of that finalizes and, and we're seeing people come down the tram bridge into Jones Park, visiting the festival, that's, that's going to be a sight to see. So that's it. And, and then the way, the way it connects to the harbor and then, you know, you got the, the Barksdale Pavilion right there. Now that is like, that's the, like the perfect location to have literally a Christmas light display. I mean, obviously it's called Harbor Lights, but this this wonderful, people people just take it all in and they love it. You know how, you, one of the ways you can tell is looking on Facebook or, or social media in general, Instagram, the number of families that go there, take photos and then post those photos. Right. I, I noticed that, you, as you, you mentioned a few, a few minutes ago, the uh, the Facebook page for Harbor Lights is just blown up. And, it, and part of the reason, and it's all organic. I mean, you're not paying to have that, had that you know, boosted, you're you're just people are engaged with it, aren't they? They are. They are. We I do run ads uh, for the festival on social media, but um, this has really been more of an organic following from day one. You know, when I, when I first uh, in 2016, we had a few thousand followers. As the festival has grown, we continue to. Uh, I think we have 42,000 followers now, which is good. It's around the same as the mayor's office. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's other festivals that have been going for 20 years that, that may not even have that. Uh, you know, but if I post, as I did uh, this past Sunday or last Sunday, excuse me, uh, that the festival was starting Friday. I mean, it had a thousand likes, 2,000 shares and hundreds of thousands of impressions within an hour. And it's so, it's uh, fascinating you know, to see that, isn't it? It is. It is. And I, 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 I'm a data geek. And so I love to look at the analytics and, and break that down. But then you look at the psychology of what people are, are doing in the comment section and how they're sharing it. And uh, I'd be fascinated to see if I ever could the dollar sign behind that share, you know, yeah. one from Thibodeau, Louisiana comes into the park, you know, how many followers and friends do they have? And then the engagement from that side. So um, you can't you can't buy that. You can't buy that. Uh, but it's also a testament to what the team has done over the years. Uh, yeah. We have continued to, to listen to people in the comment section. Um, we have changed parts of the show due to uh, a lot of people saying, you know, hey, we'd like to see X, Y and Z. 
Um, Santa's Village is is literally the most elaborate Santa's Village that I've seen, you know, anywhere on the coast. Uh, you know, fast forward to us this year being named one of the top 10 festivals in the U.S., uh, number five. And so, uh, and then you look at the ones above us, and they've been they've been going for 10, 12, 15 years. We're in year seven. So um, it's just continuing to uh, to see all of our hard work play out. You know, there's a lot of people. There was a lot of people that work for the city that were, you know, at Harbor Lights last night trying to pick up from the uh, the weather this weekend and uh, also wrap up a, a good second night. So a lot of people working hard on this. So you think about you think about the logistics of pulling this off. It's a someone's got a heck of a project plan to to make this all come together. Tell me a little bit about that. So we uh, we have a couple of positions in the city that sole focus is, is Harbor Lights. Um, we have a, a production coordinator for the most part, as well as uh, you know a, a construction coordinator, because uh, it, it goes into full construction. I mean, you know, I've been a part of it where we have, you know, been building, painting, and doing everything in between, um, and so it takes a full staff, and it's not a huge staff, but it's a, a larger, uh, you know, staff on site. But throughout the year, there's only a handful of people that work on this festival less than 10 people throughout the year until it gets to about mid-September. And then it's really, really picks up. So from, from the time the first display is put out to you're ready to start taking in, you know, the paying customers, literally, um, how much time passes? Oof. Uh, we start putting out silhouettes uh, October 1. So it takes, I mean, we have a couple of, roughly about a month and a half in the park before we uh, we accept tickets. But you know, we're if you've been to the show on the first night, I mean, it's it's a big deal. We have to go and make sure all the lights. There's two plus million lights, uh, so if you see one that's out every now and then, and then on the opening night, yeah, we're we're getting to it. But uh, but yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> so again, you like you said, you can't you can't buy the kind of marketing. And for people who don't know the word organic, that means that people are engaging in it because they want to be engaged in it right. and they're they're spreading it or sharing it because they want to, they want their friends and to, to be engaged in it um, when you can have organic spreading of an event like that the cumulative value of that over time is just abs- again you can't buy that because people are naturally wanting to be engaged and that means they're probably going to be there and as you pointed out the Thibodeau person who comes here and is blown away by it they're going to they're going to post something on their social media about it then they're going to share with their friends and you know the rest is history but anyway congratulations on great success over the years Jace and here and, and as, as it relates to this year's Harbor Lights hope you guys have continued success it's just you know it's going to be cool to see what happens as the years come because it will always be trying to top the year before and that's part of the beauty of an event like that so anyway thanks for joining my friend absolutely thank y'all yeah this has been jay spain from the city of guff point when we come back we have my friend nicole march we'll see you after this subscribe for free to the coast view podcast on itunes google Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.